Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another week of The Daily Drive with Josh Downs. Today's episode is episode 446. There is order in the chaos. I'm actually really excited for this episode today. This episode contains a principle of truth that I have come to rely on more than on one occasion. In fact, multiple times throughout my life, especially when there have been times of chaos where things have kind of felt out of control and I didn't know exactly what was going to be happening or what would happen next or where to go from where I was or what to do about a situation I was in. This has been a principle that I've always been able to fall back on to get me through hard times. And also to trust that at times, although things may seem like they're out of control, there is still an element of control in them. That there is still order in the chaos. Now, ask anyone in real estate what the number one factor in purchasing a new home is, and they'll give you one word, and they'll probably repeat it several times. And that word is location, location, location. In fact, you might say that a building's location is one of the primary drivers of the value of that building. You can have the exact same house as an example in two different places and have two drastically different values in each home. Everyone wants to live in the best location, the safest location, the location with the most opportunities and access to the best resources. And for those that do, they will pay for the value of those things. And I suppose there's a part in each of us that feels that If we can live in a better place, that our life will be better. But a big part of the message that I want to share with you today is that it isn't really about where you live as much as it is about how you live that adds value to life. As I was studying the scriptures recently, I was reading the story of Moses and Pharaoh, you know, the classic struggle to free the children of Israel who were slaves to Egypt at the time. While I was reading through the story, I noticed several key statements that teach this principle that I want to share with you today, that with the Lord, it's not as much about location and where you live, but again, how you live. Pharaoh was not willing to let the children of Israel go, and so plague after plague was unleashed upon Egypt. Goshen was the area where the children of Israel lived and was right next door, basically a part of Egypt. In these plagues, water was turned to blood. There were boils, frogs, lice, Swarms of flies, cattle died, storms of hail were sent, darkness, and eventually the death of all of Egypt's firstborn is what it took for Pharaoh to finally let the children of Israel go. All throughout this chaos that was unleashed upon Pharaoh and Egypt, there was also incredible order. A few key scriptures illustrate this. As an example, in looking at the plague that involved swarms of flies, which, by the way, I think would have been the plague that did it for me. I would have have let the children of Israel go at that point. I hate flies. Like one fly would probably have done the trick, let alone swarms of flies. We've all been in that situation, right? Where that one fly just continues to buzz around and buzz around. And no matter what we do, he just keeps annoying us middle of the night or during. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that would have been the plague for me, as you can probably tell. But speaking of this particular plague, right? Before the swarms of flies were turned loose upon Egypt, the Lord said to Pharaoh the following. He said, And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there. 
to the end that thou mayest know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. And then sure enough, the flies came. And it is recorded that there came a grievous swarm of flies into the house of Pharaoh and into his servants' houses and into all the land of Egypt. And the land was corrupted by reason of the swarm of flies. Now, as I mentioned, all of us have been annoyed by a single fly or two, but man, imagine swarms of flies, again, buzzing everywhere. Yet, in the area of Goshen, within Egypt, there were no flies. Do you see the order in the chaos? Not only that, but once Pharaoh temporarily agreed to let the children of Israel go, if the flies would be removed, the flies departed, and as the scriptures record, there remained not one. It wasn't that, you know, most of them left or there were just a few left. No, there wasn't even one single fly left. That's amazing to me. As another example, when all the cattle were dying throughout all the land of Egypt, there was one place that they weren't. Can you guess? (laughs) Goshen. Yep. As the scriptures record, but of the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. When hail was raining down on the land of Egypt, the scriptures record, Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. Now, are you starting to see the message here? And to further drive the point home, when a plague of death went through all the land of Egypt, killing all of the firstborn, there was one place where the plague of death was turned away. And that was everywhere in Goshen where lamb's blood was put above the door. In another scriptural account where there was immense destruction, and I'm talking immense destruction, lightning, whirlwinds, earthquakes, fires, entire cities buried under rock or sunk into the sea, it records that it was the more righteous part of the people who were saved, and it was they who received the prophets and stoned them not, who were spared. And then the scriptures go into even further detail as if to make this point strongly. Speaking of the righteous, it says, And they were spared, and were not sunk and buried up in the earth, and were not drowned in the depths of the sea, and they were not burned by fire, neither were they fallen upon and crushed to death, and they were not carried away in the whirlwind, neither were they overpowered by the vapor of smoke and of darkness. In other words, in the chaos, there is order. It's not so much about where you live but how you live, because chaos can strike at any time and in any place. It doesn't matter the location. Try as we might to manage the chaos ourselves, to keep life in order, to make sure that all those that we care about are safe. There will always be times where the chaos cannot be managed by us, where the order will turn to disorder, and times where we and those we love will not be safe. But in those moments where things seem completely out of our hands, we can remind ourselves that they're always still in His. If swarms of flies can be directed and come and go as God commands, even up to each individual fly, if herds of cattle can die everywhere but where God's people live, if it can rain down hail on everyone but where God's people are, if every firstborn in the land can die except for where God's people place a mark, If in the midst of whirlwinds, earthquakes, lightnings, and entire cities being destroyed by fire, earth, and water, the righteous can still be protected and spared, then it becomes pretty clear, again, that there is still order in chaos, and nothing will happen that God doesn't allow to happen. We can choose to face the chaos with faith instead of fear. Faith that things will not always happen maybe the way that we want, but the way that they are meant to. 
Faith that when things seem out of control, they are still in His control. We can choose to face the chaos without fear. That is the expression of true faith, isn't it? When things don't go the way that we want them to, we can still choose to believe that God is there, that life isn't something that is happening to us, but that it is happening for us. That it doesn't matter as much where we live, but how we live that will in the end matter. God led the children of Israel out of Egypt, but smack dab into the middle of every major world civilization that would come after. The Egyptians, the Babylonians, Persians, Romans, God's people were always in the middle of them. And one could ask, well, why? If he truly wanted them to be safe, then why not send them to a place where they could be alone and away from the world? Well, it's because he has given the injunction to his people to be in the world, but not of the world, because he needs us to live in it, to help others come to know him through us. But living in the world, as we all know, and we have all experienced a great deal, especially as of late, it can be scary with natural disasters, earthquakes, crime, and even war, not to mention plagues and sicknesses and diseases of all kinds, basically chaos. But for those that choose to follow Christ, we can trust that all things work together for good to them that believe in God, that the chaos is actually being managed. It's managed chaos. (laughs) And in the end, everything will be okay. Now, does that mean that everything will always work out the way that we want them to? Nope. It doesn't. I'm still bothered by flies, as I'm sure most of you are. In fact, I just had one buzzing around me here today, ironically. I still get sick. I've had loved ones that die unexpectedly. I face challenges and disappointments, times where I felt lost, stuck, or unsure of the future. But you know what? I'm also still here, and I'm learning to let go and trust that my ways are not his ways, that my thoughts are not his thoughts. And that, as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego once said, God has the power to save us from the flames. But if not, we will still worship Him because we trust Him, that He is always in control, and that He knows what's best for me better than I do. Well, thanks for listening today, everyone. This has been, as I mentioned, a principle that I've had to rely on so often in my life. It's something that we all need to be reminded of quite a bit, especially with all that is going on in the world today. And so would you please consider sharing this episode with those that matter most to you, any friends or family that come to mind, just to help increase their faith and trust that everything happens for a reason as things become more chaotic in this world of ours, which they will. We can all still hear God speaking to each of us. Fear not, for I am with you. I am here. I am aware of what's going on. And although it appears as chaos to you, it is being managed by me. So fear not, little flock, do good. Let earth and hell combine against you, for if you are built upon my rock, they cannot prevail. Look unto me in every thought, doubt not, fear not, because there is order in the chaos. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to The Daily Drive.